Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Jump Cuts podcast. My name is Charlie. I am joined by my co-host Will. Hello. And Park. Hello. Live and in person for the very first time. Well, not literally live, but we're recording in person and not remotely. Uh, finally, something we've been wanting to try for a bit. Uh, particularly to do what we are doing today, which is the bracket episode of every movie we have ever watched. <laughs> we, yeah. uh, hooray. We initially wanted to do this as a hundredth episode special over the summer. And then I got uh, into law school and fucked all of that up. Yeah. Various, uh, circumstances made that not feasible, but now we finally had time to do it. So we're doing it and it's more than a hundred movies. What, like 108 now or something? 105 because I didn't include Will's Big Lebowski. Come on. Uh, <laughs> You've all seen it. <laughs> you know what happened to the Big Lebowski. <laughs> well, anyways, we have 105 movies in a bracket. We will put a link to this bracket in the description of the episode. So wherever you are listening to this, you'll be able to pull it up and look at it if you want to. Uh, or you can just you know listen along in your car or whatever you're doing i don't know that's where i listen to podcasts yes our club penguin bracket yeah i do (laughs) like how like this is the bracket that was used at like the melee locals that i would go to Mm -hmm. (laughs) beautiful stuff this is a extremely high tech lots of thought went into this the seeds are uh random so (laughs) yeah we're not gonna we thought about doing seeding but then that would just be us doing because we're also the people like deciding who wins each time that it wouldn't make a lot of sense for us to do the seeding too yeah we would have to at that point we'd just be skipping to like well the number one's all right (laughs) yeah we we would have had to like find someone to seed over a hundred films for us which uh no one is willing to do (laughs) yeah who would do that that would be insane it actually did pick some pretty good seeds for us i mean they put nomad land at number one seed that's a that's a terrible seed that movie sucks (laughs) see that's that's why we're doing that's That's why why we're doing the work today (laughs) no that movie doesn't suck but it i it would not have been a one seed there's uh there's some brutal early matchups but you know, I guess we might as well just get into it and you'll see what those brutal early matchups are. So we're just going to start from the very top here and work our way down, which means our first matchup is Sonic. Oh, I guess we're picking the best movie. Did I even say that? That's what we're doing. Yeah, best movie. we're not. There's we're, no other metric that we're really using yeah. other than our enjoyment. <laughs> no specific criteria, just vibes. Let's rip it. All right. Up first, Sonic the Hedgehog versus Prey 2022. I don't actually know if it needed the 2022. There are uh, multiple video games called Prey. I, I'm assuming there's there's got to be a movie somewhere. Anyways, that has nothing to do with whether or not it's better than Sonic the Hedgehog, which it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I unfortunately have not watched Prey yet, so I have no stake in this game because I, I have been studying. That's true. Park doesn't get to vote on this one. But yes. I will just go on ahead and put it in there. So Yeah, I, I agree that Prey, Prey is better moves. than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and I had a lot more fun. Prey I like Sonic two. the Hedgehog, too. I'm the resident Sonic the Hedgehog I uh, d- defender. I don't understand. <laughs> really, I, I had a good time. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I would have to imagine from what I've at least been reading about Prey, it is a much better film. It is a much better film. <laughs> Prey is like rock solid, dude. It's exactly what's on the box, you know. Yeah. So now that moves on to uh, 
a very easy matchup in my mind. We have In the Mood for Love versus Zack Snyder's four-hour cut of Justice League. This is such a funny comparison to me, especially with like how short In the Mood for Love is. Yeah, like this is tailor made for our group to pick in the mood for love. This is like one of those. Is this even the same art form comparison? Yeah, uh, which one could argue it's not. But no, yeah, I love. don't think that it is. Congratulations to Wong Kar Wai for defeating Zack Snyder. <laughs> so now I guess we move on to our first difficult matchup, and that yeah, is, this what is we got two bro. Christmas movies. We got Die Hard two and Home Alone up against each other. Yeah. We did these back to back in December 2020. Two of my favorite episodes that we've done on the entire show. Yeah, they were fun. I think even like my mom listened to the Home Alone one. And so I, same with my mom. Yeah, I think my parents. I think we're confused about all the like libertarian uh, <laughs> riffs that we made. I don't think they know what that oh, means. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, we realize that like, man, this is a niche podcast. <laughs> Just yeah, a heads least. up for our listeners: none of my laughs are making it in. I promise I'm laughing. I'm not just dead inside Beautiful. from law school. Yeah, the audio for this is going to be terrible because we've never done this before, yeah, but whatever. This is pretty echoey room that we're in. Yeah. We, we picked the largest room with, you know, no wall padding at all for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we probably should have done this at your house. You have more stuff to absorb. I also, I, I could have pulled like the old box spring in the basement up and like made that one of the walls because that thing just eats sound oh wow. the best audio quality i ever had was when that was directly behind my desk oh man um anyways i love die hard too but i gotta i gotta pick home Alone. i, I, mean, I have more on, nostalgia man. for home alone than i do die hard too i i'm definitely a home alone vote here um i agree i kind of thought charlie was gonna go home, uh, die hard too because i know you're such a die hard die hard fan i i want to but most of my die hard nostalgia is tied up in die hard one that's the one i have like sentimental feelings for uh whereas i do have this it is a shame to see die hard 2 go out in the same round as justice league (laughs) yeah that is that is unfortunate the random seeds they're criminal so now we're moving on to basic instinct versus parasite basic instinct no actually for me this is close that's because i love basic in- basic instinct because i'm a pervert that's insane <laughs> basic instinct is such a good movie okay but i mean parasite is insane i mean like, i i had a good time with basic instinct parasite is a way better movie <laughs> parasite is just like an objectively better film and also i i was more entertained by parasite just in the sense that i was constantly on the edge of my seat yeah. Are you telling me you weren't constantly at the edge of your seat during Basic Instinct? <laughs> the back half of that movie is just her almost murdering the main character constantly. True. <laughs> I was more on the edge of my seat than Sharon Stone in that one scene. Fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, you have, we have to dock points for like how sort of creepy like the what was happening on set. Yeah. Like, in Basic Instinct. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh... Alrighty. I'm going to scroll it down a little bit. So now we got Borat 2 up against The Hunt for the Red October. Another really funny matchup. Yeah. <laughs> Two completely different films. Uh, Definitely not the same art form. It's actually kind of a hard pick, though. Like, Borat 2, 
extremely funny, extremely topical. I loved it. Hunt for Red October, just like a, an entertaining, like historical action piece. Yeah, they're both like, solid, but I can't say that either one made like a huge impact on me. You know, like they're both like I watched the movie and I'm like that was good, but I'm not like rushing back to either one. You know, but like Borat yeah. Two did have Rudy Giuliani almost committing a sex crime on screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, okay, honestly, both of these aren't gonna make it past the next round. <laughs> I don't know, my vote, I think my votes for this is so difficult. Borat two. I got and going with my gut here. I am I am concurring on the Borat two. I didn't even. I think Borat one's a good bit better than Borat two. And Same. I, you know, I will never watch Borat two again. I will probably watch Hunt for Red October again. Red October. Red <laughs> October. Mf. Again. October, bro. Uh, but yeah, the Rudy Giuliani part. I forgot about how funny that was. So Borat two. Um, so now we have, oh, speaking of uh, sex crimes, we have old boy. Oh God. Up against heavy metal. Uh, this is another crazy one. Yeah. Like this is, this is really difficult for me actually. Mm. I, man, not to like be a white guy that has seen five movies, but I really, I have to go with old boy. Old boy does have the hallway scene, which is so fucking sick. It's so cool. Heavy metal, I feel like, is... I don't actually... Man, heavy metal is very unique. It's it's hard. If heavy metal was more consistent, I think it would actually be... I think the, the good part, like the best parts of heavy metal, if like that was like the whole thought, the whole thing, yeah. it might be an old boy in my book. Because like, I like old boy, but it's like... I don't know. Is it something... I mean, heavy metal, I think, is just more like my my shit you know it's like made for me but it yeah the lows of heavy metal are sort of lame honestly there's some like not so good vignettes in that i just like i kind of agree with will though where like the good parts of heavy metal were really good but the bad parts they weren't necessarily like really bad but they were definitely worse than old boy as a whole and yeah, old boy was just kind of like consistently solid yeah so I'm yeah. I'm probably gonna have to go with old boy. All right. Oh, and just to like clarify, this is the original old boy. I forget that yeah, there's not like, like the a new remake. one. I forgot. Yeah, which we probably won't watch unless we want to hurt ourselves. I'm good. This next matchup is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So now we have Moonrise Kingdom up against The Godfather. That is oh, crazy. This is like the like film bro like someone's getting mad <laughs> choice. <laughs> Time to duel, but also The Godfather. Really, Sorry, I, I, Wes. I I pick Moonrise Kingdom. I I much prefer Moonrise Kingdom. I respect that opinion because I really liked that movie. This but is The Godfather. <laughs> this okay, is. I don't, I don't. I don't even remember you liking The Godfather that much. I really liked it. You liked it. I mean, I, I liked it too. You know, maybe I was just like being annoying to do podcast entertainment, but that's, nah, that's a good. We gotta, we gotta do it for the content. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I... Okay. Parks the tiebreaker. I know I'm the tiebreaker. I'm I'm having to think and, real hard about this. And um, both of these are Parks a big fan of both of these. I know for a fact. I know. I love Moonrise Kingdom and I love The Godfather. And I'm like I'm trying to think of this in just like an objective sense. Where if somebody asked me right now, 
what would you rather watch? I would probably have to say Moonrise Kingdom right here in this moment. Hey, I love watchability, the baby. I love it so much. It is one of my favorite movies, but when it comes to like just a comparison, but ah, I don't know. Shit, I kind of like. This is going to be a crazy upset if you if you stick with your gut here. I mean, I love Moonrise Kingdom. I love movies about weird freaks having love stories, but it's, like it's this thing of up, like <laughs> it's this whole thing too of you know the like the objective like film student in me wants to say The Godfather all the way, but like. It it's God. This is so fucking hard. There's no wrong answer. Maybe I know. I'm just extremely like mob pilled from watching Sopranos over the summer, and I'm just like thinking about it through a, a slightly more recently nostalgic lens. Yeah, of, Charlie like, joined the mob this summer. Yeah, like, if I'm this a was man. <laughs> if this was the Godfather Part Two, I would have to pick the Godfather Part Two over Moonrise Kingdom. I could see that. I, I think I but would I, struggle I more. I think I'm gonna have to go with the upset. Let's go. Right, Moonrise Kingdom wins. Moonrise Kingdom Jump Cuts forward. podcast has voted the Godfather out in the first <laughs> round. Fuck yeah. Man. Oh. The nerds are coming. Oh, so now the... we've got uh, two alien movies paired up. Oh, that's fun. We've got Signs and They Live. They live. They live, by right? One yeah, oh, yeah. thousand miles. They live Are absolutely. You me? <laughs> so much better. This whole science, section dude. of the bracket, round six, seven, and eight, are wild. Like this, this is like some top tier movies that we're dealing with. Minus signs. They yeah. live versus Moonrise Kingdom is going to be brutal. That's later. fucked up. I still don't know right now. I know. Which, so we're not like, going to think about it right now because we're going to move on to Moneyball and the Fifth Element. Moneyball. Moneyball, yeah, I I really do not like the Fifth Element. <laughs> I like I like the campiness of it. I enjoy Fifth Element, but I also had a lot of fun watching, uh, fucking Bobby Kotick say that there's no money. That was so funny. <laughs> Bobby Kotick being the cheap owner of the the A's really just enhances Moneyball. I yeah. I really liked Moneyball. It, it's also Moneyball a good. very good film. Yeah. And I, I appreciate what Fifth Element is, but like, I also don't appreciate so much of what it also is. So, uh, is it the is it the pedophilia? Is that what you don't yeah, appreciate? The weird, Mostly that. That's fair. The weird pedophilia. Uh, so now we're moving on to. Wow, what a matchup we have! Animal House. Up against fateful findings. This is unironically incredibly difficult. I know. <laughs> I have my answer, but that's because I, I'm, I'm a breen head. I was about to say, I, know, I know Will's going to vote for fateful findings. I have. It's my favorite breen movie too. So it's a, like my favorite movie from one of I think the most interesting directors of our time. I, I, I mean, have, I kind of want to go with it too, dude. I've like, had to share yeah. fateful findings. I uh, just Neil Breen in general with so many people because y'all introduced him to me. He's really special, I think. And he's he's still making movies to this day. Yep. And he's also a member of Mensa. Like he did yeah. a talk at Mensa about making movies, which is I think very funny that of all people they picked him. For the last episode of this podcast, we need to have Neil Breen on as a guest and then we never make another episode again. 
you know, it's funny because I feel like both of these movies have had like profound impacts on all of our lives in some way. Yeah, yeah which is fucked up, huh? Yeah, that is messed <laughs> up. Animal House should not have had that much of an impact on me. It was just timing. Dude, I'm so sad that my <laughs> laughter is not showing up in this. That is tragic. Park is Park is cackling because I'm very He's having funny. a great time. Anytime just... I make a joke, assume that Park is laughing. <laughs> Uh, all right. We talked about watching on the Animal House episode. We talked about watching Animal House when we were in sixth grade, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to re- yeah, rehash. We, that we don't story. have to go back through that. You know what? I'm part of me was like, I'm gonna go. I want to vote for Fateful Findings because you know Animal House has a lot of like sex crime shit in it. But I like I don't so know what Fateful I, Findings. And I also <laughs> don't know what Neil Breen does behind the scenes. I mean, I know he hires a lot of prostitutes to play his female actresses. That's crazy. I don't think. I, hey, I, I think they're. I think they're probably just like porn stars, or like aspiring. Out of possible. Uh, Either way, Fateful Findings is is moving forward. I would say. Yeah, I'm voting Fateful Findings. Um, so now we have yet again two completely different films that also are a hard choice. <laughs> this is wild. we have a promising young woman up against Big Trouble in Little China. This isn't a hard choice at all. Are you kidding me? Big Trouble in Little China really? is one thousand times better. Yeah, I would. I mean, I like Promising Young Woman, but I'd rather rewatch Big Trouble in True. Little China. When it comes to rewatchability, Big Trouble in Little China definitely takes the yeah. cake. I would never. Okay, I was about to say, like, if somebody was like, hey, let's put on a movie, I would never suggest Promising Young Woman. I'm not sure I could actually suggest Big Trouble in Little China either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, and it's like, I don't think it being like, I like love re- it, rewatchability but... isn't everything. Like, Promising Young Woman, I don't want to rewatch it because it's like really depressing. Yes. Yeah. You know, but it like does a good job with what it's trying to do and everything. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I still think it's sort of weird that it got nominated for not. Like, I, I, I liked it, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It, it was like fine. Yeah. Honestly, both of these are, I think, Big Trouble. I mean, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I think I was like, honestly, pretty busy that week. So I don't know how close yeah. I paid attention to it. I need to rewatch it. But I remember it being like very interesting, at least. Yeah. I don't, it's, I don't think it's the best. Well, we watched the thing, so it's definitely not the best Carpenter movie we watched. But I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Anyways, we can move on. Um, we have Friday the Thirteenth versus The Tinder Swindler. Jesus Christ, um, that's a bleak one. I, I hated both of these. Movies. They were both pretty, uh, pretty terrible. Maybe not hate, but I, I would probably have to vote Friday the Thirteenth. Same. I think I do too. Like, especially yeah. when we're coming down to like rewatchability, if like we're gonna take that into account, I would so much rather rewatch campy Friday the thirteenth than the Tinder Swindler. The Tinder Swindler just had that problem of like when they literally endangered one of like their yeah. uh their like interview interviewees, one of the victims basically yeah. of the crime for no good reason. I spent a lot of the Tinder Swindler thinking this could have just been an article, and that's because it was, and then they yeah. turned it into a movie. There's a lot of it's been hard. I love I love a good documentary, but there's like a a a plague of like shitty documentaries yeah. that are just articles mm-hmm. out right now, and you really got to be careful with which one you want. I got a kick out of that movie, but yeah, I I got to go Friday the Thirteenth. Ooh, this is actually kind of a hard one. Maybe I don't know, but uh, we have Sicario up against the Nice Guys, which like oh that is hard. The Nice Guys is a great funny action film and sicario is just kind of a sick action film yeah with some I really great like cia shit in it 
I think... I think I have to go with Sicario because, like, I think if the nice guys had, like, slightly... Because some of the humor in nice guys, most of it's great, but like, some of it does feel kind of dated. Uh-huh. I, think, I think that's just, like, a difficulty with comedy movies in general. Yeah. yeah. That it's so hard to make them age well. I Yeah, I really enjoyed the nice guys, but I gotta go Sicario. Yeah. Sicario is such a quality it's movie. It's so good. Sicario is also one of those films where, like, every once in a while I'll open up YouTube and it'll be, like, under-recommended videos it'll be like the border crossing scene and i watch it almost every time it gets recommended to me because that yeah, scene is so, so sick I, also i'm just a huge like denis villeneuve fangirl you know same. he's just he's just so good i learned the other day that there are people that don't like denis villeneuve movies they're like they're all too slow and i that's the reason that's I, that's crazy i saw yeah. a take that was like denis villeneuve make one movie where something happens challenge or whatever right i was like what the f- are you have you seen have you seen prisoners because that's yeah. just two hours of the most depressing shit you've ever seen back to back to it's back crazy. it's a lot happens in prisoners tennessee won in overtime let's fucking go nice so you pick up that peak of me saying Tennessee really loud, but you don't pick up my laughter audacity? Fuck you. Get shit on. Uh, Maybe it's just eating, like, spikes. So Sicario clearly wins out here. So now we're moving on to the Candyman from the 2021 Candyman up against the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> I missed Candyman 2021, so I got to let y'all take this one. But Chronicles of Riddick, Lamau. That's my <laughs> input. Hmm. I go ahead. I was gonna say like Candyman was like surprisingly really good. Yeah, I really liked that movie. It uh, it was just, it, it was it's a lot like Prey to me, you know, and just like it's what it says on the box. It's solid. It's not. It didn't like blow my mind, but it was it was, it was really good. It was good. I thought it was honestly better than I expected, especially for like a remake. Chronicles of Riddick is you know campy and interesting, but yeah, I Candyman is just like a better movie. Yeah, I'm voting Candyman here. It's kind of sad to see Chronicles of Riddick go because it's it's very, it's like a charming movie, I think, but it's it's just not very good. It needed to be a little bit funnier oh, to be like a so bad it's good situation. My yeah. God, we have two of our slowest films in the next breath. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, I know which one I'm voting for, but oh, well, I didn't watch. So it, we have 71 up against Stalker. And 71 is dog shit. It's the worst movie we've watched on this podcast. Stalker by a That's mile. not true. I That's think, not true. Miami I think Miami Vice is worse. worse. 71 sucks, though. <laughs> oh, I wonder if Miami Vice got a buy. That'd be funny as shit. That would be really be funny. Hilarious. I hope they did. Uh, but, but yeah, Stalker. Stalker wins. Yeah. I liked Stalker. I, liked I know y'all were kind of mad at me for picking no, it. No, I liked it. It was just a lot slower than I expected it to be. It kind yeah, of, and we expected it to be slow. It yeah. was. It surprised all of us by how slow it was. I just I had like a really shitty day the day that I watched it because I watched Stalker at noon and then at 3.30 the Falcons came on and got their ass beat. So I just went from sad Russian movie to my team getting destroyed. And I was like, this is awful. It's like the same theme. I think the themes of Stalker would have been the same if they played a full Atlanta Falcons game in the middle of it. Yeah. There would have been no discernible difference. Yeah, it's the same. That was 2022. So that was like one with the year that we just blew 30 leads in a row. Anyways, the bins is actually in the zone. (laughs) 
the the room that they're looking for is in the is the bins itself. Yeah. Um, so now we've got two fantastic comedies paired up. We have Major League up against Office Space. Ooh, this is another brutal one because I I love Major League and I have a lot of nostalgia for it. But Office Space is just so much better. I love Office Space, man. That's one of my favorite comedies of all time. I'm in the same. I have no nostalgia for either movie, but I think Office Space is better. It's just funnier to me. I, I also agree that Office Space is funnier and also has like fewer problematic jokes in it. Yeah, Major uh, Major League is a little dated. I mean, the fact that it follows the Cleveland Indians of all teams, too. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a tough <laughs> foot to like start on. Very racist. And also the the Cuban man, the uh, yeah the sex scene is just oh horrifying. that too in the same vein as Roadhouse, which we'll get to later. But what was it with eighties movies and just like cornering people? But oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. Wait, do we hear time. about is rape culture? I think yeah. <laughs> is the the concept. So I'm noticing that Chud got a buy for the next category, <laughs> which yeah. is fantastic. Deserved. <laughs> Um, but we now have Event Horizon up against Death by Temptation. We got two horror films paired up now. Gotta be Death by Temptation, dude. Uh, it's close to me. I mean, Death by Temptation is definitely like it's it's more like unique, I guess, and sort of like charming to me, like personally, but. I do think like Event Horizon is probably like the better movie. Yeah, like Event Horizon is definitely a better movie because like Death by Temptation also felt very much like a pet project film because that's kind of what it was. But that also it, makes me love it. Yeah, a it, lot more. To me, it did more with less. It did. That's it fair. did do more than Event Horizon, but like relative to the budget it was working with, I think it's more impressive and also i just i don't know event horizon just largely disappointed me yeah is it like event horizon feels like a missed opportunity and like death by temptation is like despite its restrictions it like did really well yeah is that like the idea i think death by temptation is the best movie that could have come out of the circumstances and the budget that it came out of and event horizon is not True. Which to okay. me, if I'm, if I'm voting based on vibes, Death by Temptation, better vibes than I'll Event give, Horizon. Yeah. De- Death by Temptation. Yeah. I, Hell yeah. You, you convinced me. You won me over. Successful debate. <laughs> oh, baby. Why won in Congress debate me? Here, uh, here's the matchup of, of the century. Blade versus Roadhouse. I Actually, this isn't that hard for me. Really? Yeah. I'm saying Blade. I think Blade's I thought you better. were going to go the other I, way. I, yeah. No, I'm picking a superhero movie. <laughs> Roadhouse was like kind of funny, but it's just like not that good. <laughs> it is, but like I don't know. But what about when he like judo chopped that guy's throat? Or no, did he like rip out? What happened again? He like, he, like tiger punches yeah. a guy's throat out. <laughs> okay, everything that was crazy. with the Sam Elliott character. Listen, I like bu- the, uh, I. When I am Sam Elliott's age, I hope I am exactly like him in that movie, <laughs> right? But there is a blood rave in Blade. Yeah, and that's, that's like true. just the start, and it only gets more fun from there. I probably also have to go with Blade, which is crazy, because there's not that many like goofy action movies on this list that I think I would take over Roadhouse, but one of them is Blade. Well, yeah, I, I like vampire stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Majority rules. Hell yeah, Blade baby. it is. 
Let's go. Um, so now we got Goodfellas up against Falling Down, uh, which I feel like is a pretty easy pick. Goodfellas. Yeah, I'll to say <laughs> Goodfellas. Falling Down, I, I had like better memories of Falling Down when I saw it on like AMC years ago, and then I watched it for the podcast. So I was like, this movie's, movie's fucked up. That movie think, is whack. I think Falling Down is, is kind of like, so like I watched Dirty Harry <laughs> last night. It's like one of those yeah. where it's like an interesting cultural artifact, you know? We're like I think it's maybe even important for a lot of people to see it as long as they're going into it with like the right mindset. But yeah, somebody sort of just like identified what would later become like school shooters basically. But school shooters an and man. like Blue Lives Matter people. Oh. Yeah. It's like I again, like I said the same thing in like the group text uh about Dirty Harry previously where it's one of those films where, like, I had this nostalgia of, like, this movie's sick. And then I watched it in, like, I watched it, like, last year. So I watched it in 2021. And I'm like, this this man should be in jail. This man is a terrible, terrible human being and should be in jail. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Falling Down, I, like, you know, I didn't know what, like, libertarianism was when I first watched Falling Down and things like that. And a lot mm-hmm. of the whole, like, Nazi shit of you're just like me went way over my head. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It does it does make me wonder, it's like looking back at my teenage opinions, it's like, you know, I should probably discount the opinions of any teenager. But am I gonna have the same ideas when I'm like thirty seven? Am I gonna be like twenty seven year old should be ignored? Now, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go on ahead Maybe. and just kinda move a movie forward in this next bracket because I know how y'all feel about the paper chase. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because we got Listen, the paper chase up against the master, and the paper chase episode was an hour of Charlie just railing on that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't wanna make it the like shit on park episode. <laughs> we thought you were gonna fight back. <laughs> Dude, I've been in law school for a few weeks already. I was already dead inside yeah, park was like about to fall asleep just like really tired from all this work and we're like your movies dog <laughs> defend yourself charlie broke a pool cue in half in the middle of the room <laughs> oh this is a brutal matchup of park picks oh yeah so now well or, oh i was thinking pan's labyrinth no sorry, no 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 this is not pan's labyrinth this is wait didn't we didn't didn't park pick both of these two? i did yeah. pick both of these uh still park picks yeah but this is who framed roger rabbit up against the labyrinth and i'm gonna just go on ahead and say who framed roger rabbit yeah i agree Easily. yeah I, I was I was surprisingly lukewarm on Labyrinth. I mean, it, it seemed like something that I would like a lot more, and I didn't hate it. Like it's fine, but I'm afraid of puppets who framed Roger Rabbit's with <laughs> cartoons. Fine, puppets no go. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I keep for some reason. I think they're making like a new like Dark Crystal follow up, or they were and it got canceled. So they I've made seen, a, show a show right? on Netflix. They oh, got like yeah. one season out of it. Yeah, it got canceled. Uh, Apparently, like I heard it was solid, but. You should never start any Netflix series until it reaches its third season. Yeah, I saw lots of Dark Crystal posting recently because of that, and people were like, "Look at how amazing these puppets look!" And I was like, "This is all going to haunt my nightmares. I will never I watch mean, this." I like Skeksis from Dark Crystal are horrifying looking. Yeah. Um, also, one of them is voiced by Mark Hamill. Fun. Well, let's move on to our next matchup, which I. I did I watch Total Recall with y'all? So we have RRR versus Total Recall. And I don't know if I saw... E- I think I was missed both of these episodes. I I thought Total Recall was your pick. Or was Total Recall my pick? Which I think Total Recall was one that Will missed. 
No, I've seen it. You okay? That's the one where he goes to like Mars. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I did pick Total Recall. I thought you sorry. Watched it, but I you for some make reason was thinking of like Recall the Genetic Opera, not Total Recall <laughs> where Schwarzenegger goes to Mars. Okay. Anyways, back into focus. RRR versus Total Recall. I love Total Recall. I had some issues with the pacing, but generally I loved that idea in most of the execution of that movie. RRR wins by a lot. It's incredible. I, this this matchup breaks my heart because I does. love I love both of these movies so much. Um and honestly, I'm picking Total Recall. Really? Ooh, yeah. See now here's the problem. They got, they, they got squibs, they got like uh, my line here is that like RRR has all this has a lot of CG total recall practical effects all right and they're good there is a woman with three tits in total recall right you can't that's hard to beat i understand I, listen like, it's like by like one percentage point this is hard that's most me. of what total recall has going for it to me though because like i really like the concepts and i like the practical effects stuff but like so much of the rest of it i don't know maybe i don't remember that well but uh, RRR is the best new action movie of the last like twenty years. So see, that's here's fair. the problem. But that, but that's mostly a condemnation of just recent action movies more than like. It's so good though. It is really good, but also Total Recall is really, really. So good. here's the issue though. I did not see RRR. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't know how we tie break this one. How do we? I mean? Because like my automatic vote <laughs> then has to go for. <laughs> total recall but clearly there's a heated debate here and are we really going to kick out what is what i've seen one of the best action movies of the year in the first round and it looks like yes we are because i don't know how else to solve this issue i'm throwing my mic on the floor i'm walking can we wait wait, wait, wait. hold on i don't know because yeah park hasn't seen rr so he doesn't know he doesn't he knows nothing he can't vote he's not allowed to but also I don't know. Would because like I feel like you like RRR a lot more than Total Recall, right? I think there's a pretty significant margin. And to me, I think they're about even. I could go either way. I think like RRR loses some points for like being a little too long, right? Yeah. And they kind of had like their best action scene near at the at the beginning, in my opinion. Uh but and like total recall you're right it isn't like a perfect movie either so i'm I'm sort of like neutral on it so i think that maybe because charlie feels so strongly that's important to me too right that other people like the movie that moves on so maybe we just do rrr goes all right next rrr right? so because i think it's interesting to keep rrr in yeah as well. RRR it kills it me is I, I do i love total recall but yeah because i'm like 50 50 on this yeah and i guess picking total recall because it has squids and there there may be some like <laughs> and that's sort of shallow here, but, like yeah i'll admit that like me just it has squibs so it moves on as a shallow read <laughs> oh well all right well moving on then to round 23 of how many rounds are there uh 40 we're actually doing pretty good uh, to round 23, we have Heathers up against American Graffiti. Uh, oh, this is another rough one. Yeah. See, I, I think it's Heathers no contest. Heathers was hilarious. I was going to pick American Graffiti. Really? I See, actually really liked American Graffiti. Yeah. I think it's... I, I think American Graffiti is another one of those of like... I think it's important for people to like watch it as like a 
almost like a piece of history sort of right or and plus it's like you know early George Lucas so like it's interesting for that reason but I think that's like most of the interesting parts of American graffiti are just like the history around it rather than the actual movie whereas like Heather's is just like very fun and interesting to me I don't know I I might I'm I'm probably gonna have to go with American Graffiti over Heather's oh, though, no. because I like could. it's it, it is it, yes it is like a part of like American cinema history, but it's also just kind of like a good. It, it's one of those kind of slice of life films. Like I don't want to put it in the same category as like Napoleon Dynamite, but it kind of is where there's really no, no I think it, plot. Yeah, I think it is. yeah, but it's really entertaining. Like Heather's is very funny, but I don't know. I I really enjoy American Graffiti. Yeah, I could be like persuaded to the Heather side, but my gut is American Graffiti. Um. So now we're moving on to another double category oh, of horror no, films, dude. We have House up against Mad God. This which is which Charlie up. didn't I'm see so Mad sad. God. Yeah, I thoroughly got a kick out of House. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen Mad God, so I'll have to leave it to y'all. I fucking love House. I love that film. It is hilarious and amazing and truly a treasure, but Mad God is one of the coolest films I have seen in a very long time. I am going to have to vote Mad God here. Yeah, I think for, I yeah I love both of these movies, but I I got to be honest, some of my house enjoyment is like with a, a pinch of irony, right? Yep. Like it is sort of a, you know some parts are shitty and it's funny, right? And Mad God is just I mean I think I even said on the episode like it was immediately I was like this is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen when it was done. It's so good. Part or Charlie, you, you got to watch it. It's so good. I'll watch it at some point. Yeah, it's really weird, but it's amazing. Although it is like stop motion, so it's like puppet adjacent. It is very gruesome, disgusting stop motion. So, so yeah. I've heard. Okay, so now we have there will be blood <laughs> up against Waco. The rules of engagement. And poor Waco, which uh, is kind of an automatic w for there will be blood for me but yeah i yeah. the waco episode is one of my like favorite ones that we've done because we got to get really conspiratorial but there was will be fun. blood is so good <laughs> yeah kind of appropriate you know for like waco in the history of like you know conspiracies is sort of overlooked anyway yeah so sort of appropriate that it is once again overlooked for yeah. there will be blood. and it was it's such a different type of documentary than like I don't know. They don't. They don't make them like that anymore. It felt like it, need it, like it was made to be shown in like schools, which is yeah. wild. But yeah, there will be blood. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now. Oh no. Oh geez, this is oh, this is gonna be no, a hard dude. one. Oh, I hate this. We have Spirited Away up against the Lighthouse. I mean, I'm I gotta vote Spirited Away. I love the Lighthouse, but. If it's like the most beautiful animation ever that I've you know ever seen, versus like you know sad men jerking off in the lighthouse for two two hours, you know it's it's spirited away. I okay. I need you guys to promise me something. If I ever have a girlfriend who is a weeb, and that seems extremely 
likely knowing gamers do not ever tell her about this podcast it's the lighthouse for me <laughs> okay <laughs> i like i i love spirited away i love the lighthouse that movie is really i, I, I oh, it's delightful i i don't know i i like the lighthouse but i'm not like i love the lighthouse because it's so like Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I'm movie not feels like, a, like it's covered in grease. I will. <sighs> the only I guess, so the, I guess same with the Mad God. So maybe yeah. I can't judge. I, 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 I know it. that Spirited Away is a better movie, but again, vibes. I don't know. I have a lighthouse Did you say that vibe. vibe? Right lighthouse. It's a bad vibe. Over Spirited Away on vibes. That's Listen, the vibes the, are the, terrible. <laughs> but yeah, the vibes are so say. sinister for the lighthouse. In my present mood right now if i was going to watch one of these two movies i would watch the lighthouse i don't know why i can't explain it to you i don't think i want you to yeah. <laughs> that's that's terrifying uh, <laughs> i uh i know that that is just an incorrect opinion and i know that park is gonna help us make the correct decision here. yeah i as but much I, just, I have to speak in favor of the lighthouse because i enjoyed that movie a lot as much as i love the lighthouse i love willem defoe's like single take rant of him cursing robert pattinson because he didn't like his cooking that is one of the best scenes in any movie i've ever seen spirited away is just downright it's downright the better film it is beautiful it is fun it's a movie i can watch over and over again it's a movie where like i find myself more entertained by the background character sometimes which is always like for a movie that like i like to watch more or or more than once i enjoy being able to always find something new and spirited away is one of those films like i just Mm -hmm. i gotta go with it oh this next one is another really fucked up oh god yeah so we have uh fully cooley up against fargo and fargo wins because fully cooley is not a movie (laughs) oh my god dude okay so for me this is like an anime that is like tied for first among others for me and then a movie that is tied for first among others for me it's like brutal. it's two of my favorite pieces of media of all time that i'm having to vote on so i um but yeah i guess fully cooly isn't a movie <laughs> uh, is it then i guess i'm gonna have to be the descent here and go with uh go with fully cooly because like i've been I actually recently rewatched it when I first started law school because uh, I got super panicky and then the whole, you know, nothing can happen until you swing the bat shit from yeah. Fully Cooley really like, you know, gave me the motivation of like, I, you know, even if I'm the only person in the room who has zero legal background, like I don't know until I try. So I'm going to have to vote Fully Cooley, but. I mean, I never actually voted. I just said, "Fully Cooley" isn't a movie. It's not a movie. You are correct. I think it. Maybe I don't know. The soundtrack too. Yeah, the pillows. Fully Cooley. Oh. I love Teen Slash Slash Candle. That's a guitar fight from Fully Cooley, the band. That's joke, true, folks. and it spawned an incredibly sick band that no one's heard of called guitar fight from Bully Cooley. They're from like Tennessee or something They're from Chattanooga. Okay. <laughs> That's that it. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. I was, uh, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, I'm voting Fooly Cooly. So part of this is I want to see the Fooly Cooly perfect blue matchup because that's another painful. Perfect one. Blue. My vote is for Fargo, but I I understand. I love uh, Fargo's delightful, but yeah, they're like Fargo is like peak Coen Brothers, and Fooly Cooly is like peak anime. Yeah. Um. All right. So now we are moving on to round twenty-eight with Shaolin Soccer up against <laughs> Eternal that. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> Two very different films. <laughs> I don't know why this is the funniest matchup so far. We it have yeah, an incredible kung fu soccer movie up against, like, you know, deep mental anguish and relationship film about Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Man, I, I love Shaolin's Hawker, but... Eternal Sunshine is just a better movie. <laughs> I love Shaolin Soccer, but I, I gotta go Eternal Sunshine. I'm voting for Shaolin Soccer. Oh, shit. Why am, I, why am I constantly deciding vote? I, I didn't like the like relationship very much in Eternal Sunshine, which is like most of the movie. Fair enough. I, like, I, I still think it's a good movie. I just like it was hard for me to really get into when I wasn't like rooting for the couple. That yeah. makes sense. And you know yeah. what what is really weighing in like a big thing for me here is rewatchability. That's how I'm trying to make a lot of these decisions too of like if somebody came to me if it's a hard decision like this and held out two DVDs and said we're watching one of them, I would have to say Shaolin Soccer. I love That's Eternal Sunshine. Um I, I mean, even I voting for Shaolin Soccer would feel a little goofy, like handing them <laughs> Shaolin Soccer instead of Eternal Sunshine. But like, <laughs> but, I I gotta go with Shaolin Soccer here. Yeah, I can't. I picked that movie. Yeah, I can't believe I'm the one that voted for. And Eternal I picked Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. <laughs> I'm happy that it is getting through. I mean, I love that movie. I'm, I'll be happy to argue for it. More it's later. just that, like, Eternal Sunshine. It. It hurts to watch too, because you're it like does. you're literally watching his life like fall apart around him. Yeah. Uh, well. So now we're moving on oh, to no. God. We this first round is brutal. We have we watched some good we watched movies. A lot of good yeah, movies. We have man. Red Line up against Trimmers. I. Oh man. Ugh, um. You know what? I'm gonna just kind of keep stick, keep sticking to the anime. I'm gonna have to go with Redline here. I, Trimmers was fun, but Redline was so visually cool. I yeah. I gotta go with it. Yeah. Trim- Weeb solidarity. I'm picking Redline. Yeah, Trimmers is delightful, but I gotta go Redline, man. Redline. That movie's so sick. <laughs> yeah, Redline is another like this is. So I think up there with like some of the best anime. I want somebody to make cool. a red line like video game. I think that'd be so much fun. Like the old Hot Wheels racing games. Oh yeah. It would be sick. Give us a red line racing game. That's that'd just uh F Zero. They just haven't made an F Zero game in like thirty years. I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, yeah. give us an F Zero. I would, yeah, make a new F Zero Nintendo, but, you cowards. Yeah, the closest we get is just Captain Falcon being a worse and worse Smash character with every iteration. Yeah. Yeah. So we. <laughs> so now we have um, an easy pick for me, but we have the Abyss up against Amadeus. Yeah, the Abyss frustrated the shit out of me, dude. I gotta really? go Amadeus. Yeah, remember this? We spent that whole episode where I was like, I. <gasps> really liked 
as completely separate things, like three different parts of that movie, but it was all just like so dissonant to me and didn't dig into the parts that I thought were the best. Like what James Cameron is good at doing is the middle part of that movie where it is like a disaster action adventure movie. But what was more interesting to me was I wanted to make somebody, I wanted somebody to make a movie about uh, ocean trench aliens. And that's like 10 minutes of the movie. I just, I wanted, I don't know. They, the, the aliens just like didn't, have anything to do with like any of the disaster stuff happening that was just all like another dude's fault if i remember correctly i don't know i just i i wanted that movie to be something that it was not and that's not that movie's fault but i i pick <laughs> on it that's right no i pick amadeus too i was yeah. curious, I, I really like the abyss as well it, it's really close for me but i think amadeus is like yeah, just overall, I mean, just like a more focused. Better Amadeus movie. is one yeah. of the best movies ever made. So, I don't know if I would agree with that, but it is good. Also, the, net, the next Amadeus matchup is really funny. We'll, we'll get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck Drive. Got to buy Jesus. <laughs> I picked Drive <laughs> as it as it should. Uh, all right, so now we move on to. Lost in Translation up against In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, two, two very different films. Two very different vibes. And also a difficult pick. Like, Lost in Translation's got, like, some creepy shit to it of just, like, the weird relationship, but also is a very beautiful, very good film. And in the mouth of madness was just insanity, and I and I love Sam Neill. Yeah, we talked about Lost in Translation uh, off mic a little bit a few weeks ago because another podcast that Will and I both listened to did an episode on it, and yeah, they, this is going to be colored by me listening to that. Probably. Yeah, well, they hated that movie and they ripped it apart, and I understood where they were coming from, but I really liked it when I watched it and I could only go by like how I felt when I watched it. And I think part of that was probably colored by it being like in the first couple months of movies we did. So this was like early pandemic, super locked down watching a movie about isolation. <laughs> was like really hidden at the time. So maybe it just like felt like it was saying something that it was not, but I, I, really enjoyed that movie and I liked in the mouth of madness, but I think we have watched several movies that did something similar better. So I, I have to go lost in translation. See, I'm, I'm picking in the mouth of madness cause I love that movie. It's really, really good. I also picked it. Uh, I also might've picked lost in translation too. You did, but, but, but I do agree that, um, yeah, like I remember Jin Laws talking. They were really caught up on like Lost in Translation being like extremely racist, which it is. It I mean, is. I, I can't deny that. But also, they seem to their point seemed to be like, oh, it wasn't a different time because it was made in like 2004 or something. And my argument is that uh, they are old, and that actually was a very different yeah. time. <laughs> and I, I know it hurts to think of that as being like a different time in America, but I think it really, really was. Absolutely yes. was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, obviously that doesn't excuse, you know, that 
the racist stuff in that movie. And uh, I'm going to take the safe route and pick In the Mouth of Madness. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Did you already pick Lost in Translation Park or you were just leaning? I was way? leaning that way. And like I know, like I said, like I know it is problematic, but it's it's also just it is such a beautiful film. Uh, that I'm, I am going to have to go with Lost in Translation. No, all the like emotional stuff in it, I think, really hits for me. You know, like it. Yeah, I I still like Lost in Translation. It shouldn't. I feel like I normally get really nitpicky about like when they do like age gap relationship stuff, and I'm like, you could have just not done that. But in this movie, it, I don't know. It worked for me. Maybe it was the time. But it I, I think the big part is that they uh, don't have sex. Yeah, yes. yeah that helps. <laughs> that, that, that helps, helps a lot. A lot. So now we move on to round 32 oh, man. with the power of the dog up against Dread. And uh, this, this is another tough one. Another one where part I, I was not there, there for, for power of the dog power of the dog. I think that the power of the dog is at least like a pretty good to really good movie. I stand by my take that it is a vibes film and the vibes are just terrible. <laughs> I had so much more fun watching Dread. I know that it's not as good of a movie, but I had a great time watching Dread. Dread was also the film that we all got to like watch together. It was one of the first times we actually got to do that. I kind of have to go Dread. I kind of do too. And it's like so it's tough cuz both of these movies are like have like bad stuff in it that the director does not understand yeah right like power of the dog has this whole arc of like the main character really struggling on whether or not he wants to groom this young boy yeah uh versus the fact that the boy is a huge bummer which is Uh the weirdest (laughs) plot i've ever seen in any movie so strange it's uh kind of evil in a way i don't know if the uh, director knew what she was doing in that or not if she like considered that and dread is uh just it's just a fascist movie Mm -hmm. that i don't know if the director knew either but, but it's also it's a fascist movie though <laughs> yeah. that's like based off of pre-existing comic books so like yeah and it also like it seems to like not want to think about that yeah. too much yeah okay it's just like a dumb guy movie it should like, like, like power of the dog is trying to be a very smart guy movie but it misses this like whole weird grooming plot yeah <laughs> i don't or maybe it was intentional but it's like this is a weird story I don't, I don't dread could have and should have been a satirical critique of its own particular brand of fascism and failed to do that but i don't care because it was sick <laughs> it was sick <laughs> also didn't like the power of the dog director say some like kind of weird shit about like i forget who but I don't she, know. She said some like weird, like vaguely racist shit. Or oh something. no! <laughs> I don't know. I did not know that. Well, now we move on to uh, a pretty easy matchup. Oh my! We God. have uh, Wedding Crashers versus JFK Revisited Through the Looking Glass. It was an easy one for me. Yeah, I will reiterate that I was shocked by how poorly Wedding Crashers held up, but it did not hold up. It's the JFK documentary. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I I hate Wedding Crashers Ooh, now. Wow. I hate that movie. I, I guess, like, I wasn't I, there for the episode. I really thought y'all were going to pick Wedding Crashers over the JFK documentary. No, no I, it JFK was JFK documentary, miserable. like, it wasn't per- a perfect doc, but 
I liked it a lot more than uh, we hated Wedding Crashers. It like I thought I went into it thinking it'd be funny. Yeah, same. I went in wanting to like it, but it was just bad. I watched it probably in high school and I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, I mean, I'm sure some of that is because I was 17, but it's probably still funny. It's not. It just wasn't funny. It I bad movie JFK wins. <laughs> All right, bad movie zero stars. <laughs> um, well, now we move on to uh, the night is short. Walk on girl up against Escape from New York. Oh no! And like, oh no! Oh, I hate. This. I hate this, but like, night is short. I I had so much fun watching that movie. Like every scene. I was laughing or just staring at the screen, like because the art style was wonderful. I, as much as I love the chaos of Escape from New York, my pick's not a short walk on girl. I think it's mine too, dude. Escape from New York is like so up my alley, and maybe I'm just unfairly comparing it against the thing and they live because we we've done like five John we've done Carpenter a lot movies. of John Carpenter films. <laughs> We uh, love John Carpenter. Though. John do. Carpenter be on the podcast. But yeah, I don't know. He N- will not. <laughs> Night is Short Walk On Girl has like stuck with me. I don't remember. I don't remember recording that episode at all. I couldn't tell you a single thing I said about the movie at the time, but like it. I don't know. It stuck with me. I remember it very fondly now. I got to pick it. Yeah, I agree. It just, uh, I think Escape from New York was just like, it needed. I don't know if it was just like a more I don't know if it was like a pacing issue or the plot just didn't have like quite enough happening in it but not just for a walk on girl it has like the opposite thing going on it's like a million things happening at yeah. once uh, which is sort of that might just be like a personal taste thing where I'm more interested in that but it was also just it was so beautiful like that it is yeah. one of the most unique animated like animation styles I have seen and yeah. like compared to just grimy New York and Escape from New York, which like Snake Plissken, Escape from New York, fucking Mac Ten with a sniper rifle scope on it, it's all great. It was, it's wonderful, yeah, I, but yeah, aesthetically, I, I love, my shit. Yeah, I love Escape from New York. It's a great movie, but yeah, Night is Short. Yeah, is better. It's funny, like going through these and going through the the anime picks and reflecting on myself watching progressively more anime as we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. But now I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I like this now. <laughs> I know we watched that one this year, so I was like already down the rabbit hole. But anyways, so now we are moving on to uh, what I would assume is an easy pick for y'all, even though like I know that. Y'all didn't necessarily like one of these films too much. Uh, actually, either of these films that much. But we have Miami Vice versus Sound of Metal. God, I wish there had been a better movie here to kill Miami Vice so that another better movie could have killed Sound of Metal. But yeah, I mean, Sound of Metal's better than Miami Vice. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, agree. I apologize it's... for making y'all watch that film when I wasn't even on the episode. <laughs> Awful. Actually, I didn't even make y'all I... watch it. I just put it on like the list of movies and one of y'all decided yeah, I to picked pick it. it. <laughs> I picked it off the list. You put it on the list. I still think it's the worst movie I've watched out of 108 for this show. It's yeah. dog shit. 
it's Miami Vice is like really boring. It's terrible. terrible movie. It's uh that's Michael Mann, right? Michael yeah. Mann. I might have like a profound anti Michael Mann bias. I need to like watch more of his stuff, but that's what I'm I think might be happening. Fair so y'all are dude. and yeah, Sound of Metal wasn't that good either, but it's definitely Y'all are clearly <laughs> not mojito fiends. No. Yeah, according that is one of the funniest reviews we've Hilarious. ever Hilarious. <laughs> only one star review. <laughs> that's my yeah, favorite that's, review that we've received. Yeah, that's still that's the best one. <laughs> oh my god, there's a cat. Yeah, that guy's cool. Underneath me. Hello. Hello, Peach. Yeah. My cat has awoken. Mm-hmm. Um so now we move on to round thirty six. Almost through with round one. Or like overall round one. Uh we have Rashman up against Batman and Robin. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you're not gonna like. I my mean, answer. I know what your answer is gonna be. I know. I, I, I love Batman and Robin, <laughs> it's dude. So bad. It's so bad, but I love it. Yeah, I, I like Batman and Robin and all, but Rashomon wins. I yeah. I, I I'm I'm gonna like. I gotta pick Rashomon. It's just. It is an objectively better film. Batman and Robin I, is fun. Again, it's campy. Uh, it loses a lot of points for the various, very obvious scene where they just looped Robin drowning and then played it in reverse and then so played it funny. in forward again. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Everything terrible about that movie is just now so sharply juxtaposed to like the modern hyper serious, uh, but also like deeply cynical and like afraid to be fully sincere marvel film i mean it was it was a great i love the campy nonsense it was a great era for superhero movies it really was and there were some really good campy ones that came out of that like just straight up like batman that had uh jack uh nicholson as the joker like it was campy but it was also like it was a good movie batman and robin like I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger as Doctor Freeze, like it's so good. Dude. Oh to my god, <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. But yeah, whatever. I guess Rashomon wins. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll talk about Rashomon yeah. more in the next round when it's up against. Oh, it's up against a better. Yeah, movie. it's up against yeah. another. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Sorry, Japan. Uh, <laughs> all right, so now we move on to video. Can drill. you scroll it down on the TV? Oh yeah, sorry. All good. Thank you. We have part controlling both of the brackets. Will might cut me saying this, but I'm just acting like nothing is getting cut. Just in oh, case. I might have to zoom out. I might some. not. I might like miss it or get bored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nope. There it goes. I shudder to think of like what I've missed cutting because I was like, I don't know, sending you guys memes or something. Uh, we are using a PlayStation 4 browser to view the bracket on the TV, and it it's is high uh, tech over here. Yeah, it is very slow. Uh, we're, we're at the, through the first bottom of the screen, shit. so I gotta zoom out so y'all can see the whole thing. I can't. I can't see it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm just gonna read them out loud then. Yeah. Uh, oh Jesus, it's all going okay. wrong. Um, so next up we have Videodrome versus Dude, where's my car? Videodrome is another one like the anime where it's like something that I've learned to appreciate because I didn't really appreciate it when we watched it. But in retrospect, I think it holds up really well compared to a lot of other stuff we've watched. 
uh, dude, where's my car is stupid. I pick Videodrome. <laughs> I dude, where's my car was my pick. I I think it's a funny movie, uh, despite a lot of problems. But I I don't know. I've gained a lot of appreciation for Videodrome and Beyond the Black Rainbow, which got a first round buy, which is hilarious hey. in retrospect. But uh, yeah, Videodrome for me. Yeah, same here. It's it's a Videodrome for me. That's just a. Uh... Just a better movie. Yep, I'm, my yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Videodrome moves on. Uh, so now we have. Ooh, it's gonna be a tough pick for me, but I don't know about y'all. We have your name up against the Green Knight. That actually is a tough pick, because man, I really liked the Green Knight. I also really liked your name. The, oh man, your name. This is actually is brutal. incredibly beautiful, and also the main theme is a fucking banger. Uh, Green Knight was an incredible retelling of an Arthurian tale, and also visually very cool. I love the Green Knight. I know some people that hate it, which I don't understand. I really liked what it was doing but your name is a better movie yeah i'm uh i'm in the anime camp once again uh probably we keep picking like really really good anime movies yeah we only watch good anime movies i, I think both of these movies have like their haters though but yeah uh, i'm picking your name uh is it uh, it's one of those movies where it's like it almost made me cry. Which yeah. <laughs> it's a movie you know, that actually like, made me cry because like yeah, I, it's, it's, it's good I, I, I cry it. at movies. I like I can't control it. I just do. Yeah, Green Knight, solid. I really like that movie. Yeah. But it's one of my favorite movies to come out in the like 2020, 2021 uh, major lockdown pandemic years. Yeah. But your name is better. So all right. Well, now we move on to uh, a category with two very good movies. Uh, I actually can't vote on this one because I only watched half of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly and wasn't on that episode. Damn. So we, that, was, that was the one. That, That's the that one. was the one, yeah. But we have Portrait of a Lady on Fire up against The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And like, Oh, man. I love The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, but I still hold Portrait of a Lady on Fire is the most beautiful film I have seen in my entire life. Yeah, I I really liked the good, the bad, and the ugly. I had some nitpicks and some stuff that didn't age well. I portrait's too good, man. It's about to go on a murder spree of other really good movies, but oh yeah, yeah it portrait. Is. Oh no, man, that's rough. We'll talk, we'll talk about that one more because it's it's gonna be around. But oh yeah. All right. Uh, so now we move on to. We're getting a skincare ad yeah. on the bracket website right now, and it's just like a chest up shot of a naked lady, wait. like putting on moisturizer. And now, wait, now why gone, are you getting an LSAT ad? What you're getting an LSAT? No, ad. this is on the PlayStation. Because it's your uh, bracket. Well, wait. It's connecting the data to. Oh, you. okay, that makes sense. So, so wait, then why am I getting a lady skincare ad? Because you have a True. wife. Um. <laughs> also, I I think men just like get ads for women's products where the ad involves 
uh, scantily clad women in general because it's like they will pay attention True. to the, the eye trackers know. Well, uh, y'all can't see it on the screen because the ad is blocking it, but we're moving on to Hard Boiled versus Mortal Kombat. The new Mortal Kombat, I should add. Oh, man. That's easy for me. Yeah, yeah, this is easy for me, too. I had a great... I know we had we had a spirited debate about Mortal Kombat, which is funny to me. It's like one of the most contentious episodes we've had, but hard-boiled. Yeah. I hated, I hated oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat. Hard-boiled, like, I enjoyed uh, some parts of Mortal Kombat, but hard-boiled was just consistently an incredible film. It's just much better. Agreed, hard-boiled. Uh, yeah. So for our final matchup of round one, we have the new Dune up against Summer of Soul. I gotta go, Dune. I like Summer of Soul. Uh, it's That and JFK, I think, are the two best documentaries we've watched pretty comfortably, but I really like the new Dune, and that was something I've been looking forward to for years. And I just, I don't know, I like movies better than documentaries anyways. Yeah, I agree. It was like documentaries that are like mostly concert footage are like not really my thing for yeah. the most part like i'm not i would only ever i would only recommend summer of soul to like people who are big into like history or, or like just like i don't know like musicians or something right yeah i uh, you watch that more as a concert film than a documentary even though i think the historical parts of the documentary stuff are good but it is more concert footage than historical discussion. Yeah, I think if I remember, I remember we talked about like kind of what we wanted out of Summer of Soul, and I think if it had been like that docu series that I was talking about, yeah, it would maybe be a bigger discussion because like I was hyped for Dune, I liked Dune, it was like not quite as good as I thought it could be, but it was still like really awesome. Like I, lo- yeah. I love Dune. It was better yeah. than my fears. Yeah, uh, but not as good as my hopes. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, so I think I think Dune moves on. Yeah. Me. All right. So now we're back to the top with round two. Yeah. Baby. All right. We're moving on. Uh, so we have Nomadland up against Prey. Prey. Easy. Prey for me. Right. Yeah. Nomadland was like pretty good. It only won Best Picture because it was the pandemic year. There have been better yeah. movies in both 2021 and 2022 by a considerable it, margin. I, I hate to be uh, just full on like just letting my politics decide this, but I think if Nomadland had been more explicitly anti-capitalist, I might have been more. Yeah. Uh, I might have liked it more. All right. Just for my own sensibility. Well, then we're moving on. You know? Meanwhile, Prey just had them like murdering colonizers for the last 30 minutes. Yeah, so. that was tight. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Prey. Big fan of that. So now we're moving on then to In the Mood for Love up against Home Alone. Oh, this no, This is a hard <laughs> pick. Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, this is fucked up because we haven't really talked about it, but I think all of us like Home Alone is like deeply ingrained in our childhoods. Yeah. Right? Uh, would encourage anybody who hasn't to listen to that episode because it's probably still my favorite that we've done. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, like in the mood for love is, it's such a good movie. I it's it's beautiful. It's really unique to me, at least. I mean, you know, maybe there's a lot mm-hmm. of movies like that, but I thought it was like really special in the way that it was presented. But uh, my bias is shining through here, and you know, Home Alone is a uh, is is so much fun, and it's. 
you know, I guess to go with Park, like Park's rewatchability argument. Somebody handed me two DVDs right now. I'd pick Home Alone because In the Mood for yeah. Love was beautiful, but boy, did it make me feel Brutal. real sad afterwards. I, I hate also, to do Also, I had this a great too. time with that episode. That yeah. helps a lot too, right? I had yeah. a lot of fun. So Home Alone moves forward. So we got, oh God, we'll have Prey and Home Alone next round. I think Home Alone's going to go farther than I expected, yeah. honestly. All right. I, I, that's a big sleeper for me so far, for so sure. So now we're moving on to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou up against Parasite. Oh, I, I Parasite, like I said earlier, objectively, really good film. I, I love Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. I fucking love that movie. It's so good and so much fun. I don't know. How do y'all feel? I I like Oh Brother Where Art Thou, but I don't think it cracks the like top tier of Coen Brothers for me. Whereas Parasite is just like it's one of the best movies of the last like five years. I have a pretty I think entrenched like three favorite movies to release in the last five years. One of which is not on here. Two of them are. Uh, Parasite's one of them. Parasite wins for me. What's the one that's not on here? Uh, Everything Everywhere. That's fair. That's really good. <laughs> Incredible movie. You got to watch that one sometime. Maybe, maybe we'll do an episode eventually. But Anyway, I'm, I'm voting Parasite as well. I, I love A Brother Where Art Thou, but I, I actually agree exactly with Charlie that I think it's like not quite in the the top tier of like Coen Brothers. Like I, I would put it below like Fargo and uh, Big Lebowski, personally. Poor Fargo, dude. Well... Um, are now moving on then to uh, Vampire's Kiss up against Borat 2, which is an incredible matchup. And uh, I'm just going to have to go outright and say Vampire's Kiss. Same. I, okay. What did we put Borat 2 over in the first round, Hunt for Red October? I can't, I can't put Borat 2 over Hunt for Red October and then not Vampire's Kiss. Oh, I can easily. <laughs> I I remember you didn't like Vampire's Kiss very much. I, I didn't like it nearly as much as you guys. I I get it, but I don't know. Most of it, I couldn't tell you why. Didn't hit for me in the way that it uh, did for y'all. Yeah, I um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess I'll say Borat, but like your, your descent has been noted. But Vampire's Kiss moves forward. Yeah, I remember in the Vampire's Kiss episode, like I kind of like that movie got re- recontextualized a little bit for me on the rewatch and made it. I think even on my first watch, I would have put it over Borat too because I think it's funnier than Borat too. And then I think that like the parody that I think it it was trying to do is also better than Borat do. I think y'all give it way more credit for its intent than I do. And maybe I'm just wrong. But. I could be, my read on its intent could be totally wrong. Cause I don't know. And I kind of don't want to look it up and like ruin it for myself. Fair enough. Well, yeah. All right. So now we move forward. Uh, oh, it's not updating on the screen for some reason, but it's updating on mine and that's all that yeah, matters. It's just taking longer. Uh, now. So we move forward to clue versus old boy. Ooh. that's actually not that tough for me i think it's clue i yeah, i'm thinking clue is like another like this is actually one of my favorite movies ever like i, I love clue uh, this is clue is like 
ultimate like if you're showing someone a movie yeah you know like if you have if i had to pick any movie to show like a date a new friend any random person on the street clue is like way oh yeah if you (laughs) clue is if you went out on a date with somebody and was like let's go home and watch a movie and you picked old boy there's something wrong with you (laughs) yeah old boy is crazy and and that's why yeah i don't think i don't think like the date metric metric is like a good one to like Mm -hmm. use for this Uh, and i like old boy and everything i almost said i wouldn't show a date portrait of a lady on fire but i absolutely would that might work In the right center. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't mean it like uh, that, but. <laughs> well, it came across like that. And it's on the podcast. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> Man is roaming around Atlanta asking women if they want to watch Portrait of the Lady on <laughs> I mean, hey, somebody's going to say yes eventually. <laughs> it's a good ass movie, dude. So now we move on. To Moonrise Kingdom up against They Live. Like, you know, kind of going with the metric that Charlie was with, like, you know, we had let Borat 2 beat Hunt for Red October and he didn't want to let Vampire's Kiss in turn beat Borat 2. I let Moonrise Kingdom beat The Godfather and in turn I can't let They Live beat out Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> no, I don't care about that here. They Live. They, I would pick They Live over The Godfather. <laughs> That's... I know that's insane. I love They Live, it is dude. A I, I had a great time watching that movie. Yeah, I think I'm picking They Live as well. And wow. the, it, it hurts me a lot because I really love Moonrise Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I love Wes Anderson. I think, although I don't think Moonrise is his best movie. And I haven't even seen anywhere close to all of his movies. But, um, like, I think it was like Grand Budapest versus They Live. Grand Budapest might win, but They Live... Better than The Godfather. Better than The Godfather. They live moves forward. Every movie well done, that's still John in Carpenter. is empirically better than The Godfather. We that's have true. proven it with our facts and logic. Like Moneyball. Yes. So speak, <laughs> better than The Godfather. Speaking of, we're moving on to The Thing versus Moneyball. I This hurts me because I really like Moneyball, but it's The Thing, man. Yeah, this is not particularly close for me at all. It's The Thing. Yeah, there's the thing gonna, is maybe the best. That might be the best John Carpenter where? I've seen. And I haven't seen Halloween. I think it is, yeah. I'm a weirdo that I've seen like a lot of his stuff. There's a chance then that we're going to end I just up don't like with flashers that They much. Live Up Against The Thing in the next Yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to be a brutal Carpenter team kill. But I actually know my choice already. I do too. The Thing is like... The thing might be a top five movie we've watched for me. It's so good, man. It's it's one of yeah, it's one of those like perfect movies. What a you treat! Know, it's like what do you change? Yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to Fateful Findings versus Big Trouble in Little China. Fateful Finding. <laughs> man, the randomizer put all the Carpenter stuff really close together, or most of it really close together. But. Uh, yeah, Faithful Findings. <laughs> yeah, Breen on top, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I did love Big Trouble in Little China, but there's something so like intriguing about Breen that like I, I gotta... It's just surreal, man. You can't not be like glued to your screen watching Faithful Findings. Yeah. So I, I can't like begin to explain Faithful Findings. You just have to watch it. Now we have... Uh, oh, I just noticed the TV screen jumped down like 10 rounds, but that's fine because 
it's whatever. Yeah. So now we're moving on to South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut against Friday the Thirteenth. I hate. I know because I know you didn't. You hate both movies. I didn't. Okay, I didn't hate either of these movies. A lot of the musical comedy in the South Park movie just like didn't work for me because I just don't I don't care about musicals. I'm sorry. Um, Friday the Thirteenth is just I don't know. I had such lofty expectations for such a mythical film that it did not meet at all. I might still take it though. I don't know. I'll I'll hear what you guys have to say first because this is a tough yeah. one for me. I think both of these movies are mid. Yeah, I'm They're just really ambivalent hell, about both. But I think that South Park, like, and this is another, I don't know, this is like a real way to rate a movie, but South Park pretty much met my expectations and Friday the 13th, like, way underperformed with what I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, I still, like, I liked it okay. I'm not, like, super mad at Friday the 13th. I think I liked it more than maybe y'all did. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I got to pick South Park. I I also <laughs> like I know Charlie said that the musical stuff didn't really hit for him, but I I love the musical parodies in Bigger Longer and Uncut. Um so I I got to go with South Park over Friday the 13th. Yeah. I think that's probably right for me too. I know part of the problem as we discussed on the South Park episode is just like so much of the joke of the musical parts is like making fun of famous musicals that I haven't seen cuz I I I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm sick in the head, but just uh, musicals, they do nothing for me. I'd rather them just talk to each other and have a good soundtrack. We got to get Charlie on. Yeah, we got. I mean, hey, there's some good ones coming to the Fox this year. We got uh, Wicked coming and Moulin Rouge in Chicago. I don't even mean like on stage. Like that's different. Like a like a musical movie. We got to find a good one. Pick La La Land. I hate La La Land. Dr. Larson and I, you know, the rest of his soul, uh, both bonded over hating La La Land. I I watched it on a plane, so it's not like a great viewing environment, but I kind of liked La La Land. My dad also hated La La Land, so I'll just never watch it. everyone hate La 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 Land? I'm on board. Uh, But we got to keep up the pace because we are uh, already at an hour and a half and still have 20 rounds to go in, or 20 matchups to go in round two. We're buying ourselves a yeah. week off. Uh, so, <laughs> moving on, we have Sicario up against the Candyman. Uh, this is rough for me because I can't vote because I haven't seen Candyman, but I really like Sicario. That's my only opinion. I, I really liked Candyman, but I do think it had a lot of, like, just... I think it had some shortcomings. Not a lot, but it did have some shortcomings. Yeah. While Sicario I, I, was just fucking great all the way through even without the shortcomings it's like Candyman was very like i mean i described it as sort of similar to like prey where it's just like you get what you expect it's not it's not like breaking the mold really well sicario i can't think of any movie really like that you know like it's sicario Sicario is so like singular in the kind of movie it is that it's i don't know sicario sicario moves on um, so now we have, oh, we have the Northman up against Stalker. I mean, I hate this. This is, this is a hard one. I will say though, 
I think I liked the Northman more than Stalker. I did like Stalker a lot, but it's it's ext- I, and I also I appreciate what Stalker is, uh, but I think the Northman was just a better movie. Yeah, I have to keep my uh, film nerd cred by saying that I still liked Stalker, <laughs> but the Northman was sick. Yeah, it was really good, uh, and I would watch that again over stalker many times i know stalker is like an infinitely more important film but the north man was so tight yeah right like (laughs) we're not this isn't an importance bracket yeah we we voted out the godfather round we did (laughs) sorry tarkovsky you aren't good enough for our podcast yeah get owned tarkovsky get get owned being dead by possible kgb murder shit on R.I.P. Should have been more communist next round. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we just got like a nice little string of comedies here because we had Major League up against Office Space. Now we have Friday up against Office Space. This is another fucked up one. That's so really hard. Like That's a, this is a lot harder for me than the previous matchup of Office Space versus... Uh, wait, what was the other one? Major League. Major League, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah I, this is more difficult for me, too. I might... It's so hard because I honestly think both movies are kind of inconsistent. I think I said on the show that like I think Office Space, like the first 30 minutes, like 45 minutes are like where it's at its best. And then it kind of like peters out as the movie goes. Mm -hmm. And I think Friday is like kind of all over the place. Like the like the drive by part is weird, right? Yeah. Like that felt like out of place in the movie i don't know i i appreciate what friday was doing but i thought that like the comedy parts worked better than the dramatic parts and i kind of wish it had stuck with those yeah. longer but like that also kind of applies to office space i don't think office space ever slips into being a drama by any means but like the the theme that it's hitting on is like such a early read of like what it ultimately is right yeah. <laughs> what cuz it is you know it's such a 90s critique of like workplace culture because it's i mean it's a 90s movie and although it, it is it's like it's interesting that it is sort of outdated yeah you know but it's it's still a hit for all of us but like the office job that he has in this movie is like a dream job for a lot of people today. You know, yeah. like it's interesting. The, yeah. Like it's correct, but like doesn't come to quite the right conclusion. I don't know. I, that's a weird thing to critique office space for, but no, no I think, it, I think well, Friday might be funnier than office space. It might. That's, that's the thing here. It's like, yeah, office space. I'm like, you're, but, but it's also like, I don't know. I didn't grow up in like a poor neighborhood or anything, right? Yeah. But I did grow. I I I, do, I have worked in an office before. Mm-hmm. You know, like office space is like much more targeted at me personally. But I th- it's hard because like both these movies I think are so evenly matched of like yeah. comedies that are like very famous and like I don't know the the occupy a very similar space mm-hmm. for me. And I really I don't know Park. What do you think? Because I'm super lost on this. I spent the majority of Friday laughing my ass off and I spent 
the majority of office space laughing my ass off. But I think that the deciding factor is that Friday took a little bit of like a serious turn at times that missed while office space just kind of consistently kept it funny. So I love both films. I'm gonna have to go with office space. See, I don't think the serious parts of Friday missed. I think they're just not as excellent as the funny part. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to go with Friday. Oh, no. The deciding vote is on Will. Uh, okay. It's... I think I got to go Office Space. You know, it's... I. Uh, it probably a lot of my own bias here, but it's if I had to rewatch one, it'd be Office Space. Yep. You know, especially for a comedy, I think that's a big deal. All right. Well, now we're moving forward then to Chud, Hannibalistic Human Underground Dwellers, or Humanoid Underground Dwellers, Humanoid Underground Dwellers up against Death by Temptation. This is fucked up. This Both is evil. Yeah. Low like, this budget bracket is like horror films. Yeah. How is this happening? <laughs> this is a really great comparison to make. I, I literally hit yeah. the randomized seed button three times and then just like moved on. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't look at where it seeded things. I just hit it three times because I felt like that was a good amount of times to randomize it. It might. Is it Death by Temptation? Is that the better movie? In terms of like, I mean, Chud was a pretty bad movie. Because like Chud, I feel like most of our enjoyment was ironic, and some of it was for Death by Temptation too. But like, Death by Temptation, I feel like really tried a lot more stuff, and was honestly successful in a lot of it. I really liked a lot of the like little scene transitions they did with like you know I remember like the saxophone guy when they're like about to have sex and then it like uh, they like go into the next room and there they are you know it's and I don't, I don't remember and it's been it's been so chud was like episode two or three right so it's been a while but i don't remember chud really seeming like it was trying to break the mold mold very much yeah i don't have a lot of great comparisons of what the mold chud is even in <laughs> yeah it's kind of fair the best one that we've done is probably trimmers yeah in terms yeah. of like creature feature stuff because that's basically what chud is right um i don't know i kind of want to go with death by temptation too. I, i'm I, going with yeah. death by temptation yeah like i Chud was really funny, but like maybe what I remember being funny was us doing the episode and not the movie. I don't really know anymore. <laughs> it's so hard, yeah. Because like I mean, honestly, I picked Chud because of the word Chud for like right wing yep. freaks. Yeah, right? I just wanted to see the movie where that term spawned yep. from. Uh-huh. Well, then Death by Temptation though is moving forward, and I am going to move us along so that we can uh, keep the pace. Yeah. 